Everything is inspired by His Divine Grace, A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada, who is the founder Acharya of the International Society for Krishna Consciousness. Om Maganati Marandasya Ganangana Sadakya Chatsuru Militam Yena Tashmai Sigaru Yenamah Si Chaitanya Marobhishtam Stavitam Yanabhutare Swayam Rupakiram Yandinati Swapanatikam like to talk to you today about God will settle your case. We all go through situations that seem unfair. Seems unfair that someone could lie about you, get away with it. Seems unfair that your sister could have children, but you can't. Seems unfair that you have to raise a special needs child. Seems unfair that you lost a loved one. Life has thrown you a, a curve, not everything has gone according to your plan. Well, here's what I've learned, that although life is not always fair, Krishna or God is fair. Keep your trust. Keep from getting bitter. Keep moving forward. Krishna or God will pay you back for everything that's happened. Don't let one bad break ruin your life, one divorce, one pandemic, one bankruptcy, the loss of a loved one, a bad childhood. Don't let any of that keep you from an amazing future. What happened may have put you at a disadvantage. They played politics. You didn't get the promotion. You were with the company for 20 years. They laid you off. Your parents didn't have time for you growing up. Someone abandoned you when you needed them the most. Can I tell you what they did cannot stop your destiny? They don't have the final say. God or Krishna has the final say. In the Bhagavad Gita, he says, Parta nevaha namuta. One who does good is never overcome by evil. Put another way, there may be weeping at night, but joy comes in the morning. Nothing that happens to you is a surprise to Krishna or God. The Bhagavad Gita, 7th chapter, Vedaham Samaditani Bhartamani Charjana Bhavishani Mamtu Vedana Kashana. Krishna says to Arjuna, The things of the past, the present, and the future, I am aware of all of them, but no one knows me. Krishna keeps good accounts, Krishna has the restoration. He has the healing. He has the vindication. He has the new beginning all lined up. And if you kept him first place by chanting his holy names, I'm putting you on notice. Your time is coming. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. Krishna Krishna, Krishna Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama. Rama Rama, Rama, Rama Hare Hare. Krishna sees every time you do the right thing and get taken advantage of. He sees every time you take the high road and let it go. He knows about every time you worked hard, somebody else got the credit. Krishna is always closely watching and listening. Everywhere my hands and feet, my eyes, heads and faces, I have ears everywhere. In this way, I exist as a super soul pervading everything in this world. In his season, he will pay you back with interest. He will pay you back for that childhood that you didn't have. He will pay you back for that person who falsely accused you. Pay you back for the years you lost in an abusive relationship. Pay you back, not just what you lost, but he will restore you double with interest and dividends. You just have to do your part, keep a good attitude, and be patient. They said the mills of God grind slowly, yet they grind exceeding small. Though with patience he stands waiting, with exactness grinds he all. I heard about a soldier who got his glasses broken in basic training. He taped them together and he applied for a new set. He didn't get them. 
So when he got sent to his advanced training, he applied for another set. They never came. When he got to his duty posting, he applied for another set. They never came. After he arrived at his second unit assignment, he applied again. They never came. Just after his discharge, five sets of eyeglasses cut up with him, each one marked Rush. We learn from this. We should shake off the self-pity, the defeat. Be patient. In its time, something new is going to come. Krishna will pay you back for every injustice. He sees every wrong that's been done to you. Every person that hurt you. Every tear you shed. Every lonely night that you spent. There comes a point when the Lord says, enough is enough. Now I'm going to do something about it. And he's not going to give you just what you deserve. But he's going to make the enemy pay and bring you out twice as well off as you were before. We hear in the fourth canto of the Shiva Bhagavatam the story of Dhruvamash. He's a five-year-old boy. He's the eldest son of his father. And all he wanted to do was get up on his lap. But his father had a younger wife that he was more fond of. And the idea was to promote the younger wife's son above Dhruva. Dhruva was a legitimate heir to the throne as the oldest son. But they wanted to push Dhruva aside. So when he started to get up on the lap of his father, his stepmother said these cruel words to him. Five-year-old boy, imagine. Little Drew, if you at all want to rise to the throne of the king, then you have to undergo severe austerities. You have to satisfy the supreme personality of God. And then you, when you are favored by him by such worship, you take your next birth from my womb. Ouch. Ouch. Dhruva followed her advice, actually did austerities, pleased the Supreme Personality of Godhead, the result of which he got a kingdom back greater than the kingdom of which he was cheated. In the course of getting his kingdom back, he did austerities in the forest for six months. He stood on one leg and tree posed. He eventually gave up eating. He gave up drinking. And he gave up breathing. And after six months, the Lord appeared in dazzling splendor before Dhruva and granted him his wish supersized beyond what he could think or imagine. Dhruva was disappointed. Why was he disappointed? He said, having seen the beautiful form of the Lord, having drunk in his beauty with my eyes, I realize now that I should have just asked for his service, but instead I used him to try to get some temporary material benefit. I was looking for pieces of broken glass, but instead I got a valuable jewel. Well, someone says, true, you don't know my situation. I agree, I don't know your situation. It may very well be that you've had more than your share of bad breaks, but can I tell you not to get down and depressed thinking that this is as far as you go? Stir yourself up. It's restoration time. Vindication time, payback time. Sooner or later, the Lord will come down on your behalf. Some of you have pending cases, abuse, neglect in childhood. Can I tell you that Krishna will adopt you as his own? He'll take you into his personal custody. We all have unfair things happen to us. Krishna assures us that he sees it, and if we keep moving forward, he will settle our case, he will award punitive damages against the wrongdoers. Krishna will not settle the case just to bring you out, just to restore you what you lost before. Your enemies, they're going to be the cause of your getting twice what you had before they brought the trouble on. Because you overcame a double dose of trouble, 
your award is going to be double. Your enemies did you a favor. Thank them. When you're going through a difficulty and you wonder where God is, remember the teacher is always quiet during the test. Once you pass through the testing period, Krishna will settle your case, rule in your favor. You'll come out better. You'll be vindicated more thoroughly than you could have ever done it on your own. I heard about a young soldier. He was humiliated in front of all the troops by his senior officer. The officer just raked him over the coals. He went way beyond the bounds of acceptable behavior and disciplining the young soldier, and he knew it. So he said nothing as the young soldier muttered through clenched teeth, I'll make you regret this if it's the last thing I do. A few days later, their company was under heavy fire and the officer was wounded and cut off from his troops. At the risk of his own life, that same young soldier dragged the officer to safety. The officer said apologetically, son, I owe you my life. The young man laughed and said, I told you that I would make you regret humiliating me if it was the last thing I ever did. Now that's God's kind of revenge. In the final analysis, gentleness, kindness, these are acts of faith. By forgiving another person, what am I doing? I'm trusting that Krishna God is a better justice maker than I am. By forgiving, I'm releasing my own right to get even and leaving all issues of fairness for Krishna to work out. I leave in Krishna's hands the scales that balance justice and mercy. Prabhupada gave us an example. In the mouth of the cat, the rat feels only cruel death. But in that same mouth of the cat, the little kitten feels only love. If you'll worship the Lord by chanting his holy names and not be envious of his supreme position, even in the midst of difficulties, you'll feel love. You'll feel protected. You'll feel in peace. Why? Because you know that what was meant for your harm, Krishna or God, is turning to your advantage. In the ninth chapter of the Bhagavad Gita, Krishna says, Arjuna, because you are never envious of me, I shall impart to you this most secret wisdom, knowing which you shall be relieved of all the miseries of material life. When you ask Krishna why he's taking you through troubled waters, his answer is going to be because your enemies can't swim. Don't get bitter about something that was lost or taken from you. Co-worker got your promotion. Friend or family member didn't keep their word and pay you back. Krishna sees the injustice. When they were kids, according to the Mahabharata, the evil-minded Duryodhana tried to kill his cousin Bhima. He fed him poison. While he was in a stupor because of the poison, they rolled him into the Amuna River. They figured the combination of enough poison and rolling him in the river and drowning him would be enough to kill Bhima. But what happened? The plan boomerang on Duryodhana. While he was floating down the river, he stirred up a bunch of snakes, highly poisonous snakes called Nagas. And they started biting him because he was intruding in their area, their domain. But what happened was the poison outside had a synthetic effect with the poison inside and it gave him superhuman powers. <laughs> so not only was Bhima not killed, but he got the strength of 10,000 elephants. Later on, Duryodhana 
organized a crooked game of dice and cheated Bema and his four brothers of their rightful kingdom, sent them into exile for 13 years. He said to Riyadon that when they would return, having fulfilled the conditions of the 13 years of exile, he would give them half their kingdom back. But when they returned, he reneged on the deal. Not only will I not give you half your kingdom back, he said, but I will not give you as much land as will fit under the head of a pen. In the end, the great Kurukshetra War took place. Duryodhan ended up dueling with Bhima. They went on for days and days. Bhima was stronger, but Duryodhan was more expert. But finally, Bhima, he didn't know how to defeat Duryodhan. He looked over at Krishna. Krishna knows past, present, and future. As Bhima looked over him, Krishna went like this. Krishna knew that when Duryodhan was young, his mother, Gandhari, a great ascetic with great mystic powers, wanted to protect him from all future enemies and make him invulnerable. And she had made a lifelong vow to bind her eyes with linen so that she wouldn't feel superior to her husband, Dhritarashtra, who had been born blind. Gandhari arranged with Duryodhana to come through the palace at two o'clock in the morning when no one was awake, totally naked. She would for the one and only time, take off the linen from her eyes and by her glance over his body, make him invulnerable. There would be no part of his body that a weapon could harm. But Krishna, knowing everything past, present, and future, just happened to be out on a midnight, moonlight stroll, also two o'clock in the morning. He came around a corner, Duryodhana came around a corner, Krishna said, Duryodhana, what are you doing out here? Stark naked at two o'clock in the morning. He was embarrassed, kind of defensive, and he said, well, my mom told me to come and meet her. At least put something around your waist for modesty's sake. So Krishna persuaded Duryodhana to do that. Gandhari took off the linen and looked at Duryodhana and said, what are you doing? I told you to come naked. Hold on a second. Did you by any chance meet Krishna on the way here? He said, yes, okay. If Krishna wants to kill somebody, no one can save him. If Krishna wants to save somebody, no one can kill him. So when the duel took place, only Krishna and Duryodhana's mother and Duryodhana, they were only three people in the world to know. He went like this. Bhima got the message and he hit Duryodhana in the hip, left him lying there, surrounded by jackals and vultures. Duryodhana lived long enough to see his lifelong enemies who tried to kidnap, tried to drown, tried to poison, he lived long enough to gnash his teeth and pound his fists on the ground to see them installed comfortably on the throne without any enemies, without any thorns in their side. Would you agree with me that in the end, Duryodhana did Bhima and his brothers a favor? Had he not opposed them, they would have only got back what they lost. But because he opposed them, they got back much, much more. It is said the ego of this world is that everybody wants to make up their own rules of what's fair and what is not fair, and then they judge others by those man-made, concocted rules. I heard a so-called joke which speaks to this point. A man from the city went to visit his country cousin, a farmer. The first thing the city guy saw was a pig with a wooden leg. Why, asked the man from the city, does that pig have a wooden leg? Let me tell you about that pig, said the country cousin. My tractor fell in me one afternoon, and that pig ran for help. 
saved me from dying. A little bit later on, my son was drowning in that pond over there. And that pig swam out in the water and saved him. And still later, my house caught fire and the pig woke us up and saved our lives from that burning building. That's really great, said the man from the city, but why does the pig have a wooden leg? The farmer replied, don't you know anything? You don't eat a pig like that all at one time. <laughs> the problem with his reasoning is that we're not working under people. We're working under God. And his rules are really all that matter. If you're tempted to challenge them, question them, doubt them, I ask you to remember just one thing. The son can do everything, but there's one thing that the son can't do. The sun cannot make darkness. Similarly, Krishna, supreme personality of God, he cannot do anything which is bad for his children. We wouldn't be in the tangled mess of present-day society had we heeded Krishna's messages in the first place. The comedian Jack Parr got to the heart of the problem one day when he said, in looking back about my life, I see that my life was one big obstacle course. And I was the chief obstacle. I have been the one who has caused myself the greatest number of problems that I've known. The heartbreaking sorrow. No one else but me. I am the one who has brought these sorrows upon me. Even so that we've ignored, denied, turned our back on God's better advice for our lives. If you still honor him and his plan for your life, by chanting, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Ram, Hare Ram, Ram Ram, Hare Hare. He can still get you back on track. He can still move heaven and earth to get you where you need to go. It's called God's positioning system, GPS. No matter how many wrong turns you make, there's always that calm, unjudgmental, infinitely patient voice telling you, whenever possible, Make a U-turn. If someone's not keeping their word or playing politics or not giving you the credit, don't get upset. Don't waste your time trying to pay them back. Instead of complaining about injustice, get up in the morning and say, things may seem unfair, but I know my creator is fair and he will redeem me from every difficulty. Our message tonight is that Krishna is keeping the record. When someone gives you a double dose of trouble, things have come against you. Remember, this is a new day. Payback is on the way. The Lord sees everything. And when he says enough, he will come down, settle your case. Even if the whole world abandons you, he will adopt you as his own. The more trouble we faithfully endure, the more will be the rewards. The more aggressive is the enemy, the greater will be the payback. If you'll take the high road, keep moving forward, you'll be honored in the presence of your enemies. Get ready for a double dose of Krishna's goodness, a double dose of Krishna's joy, a double dose of peace, of prosperity, vindication, favor, all that in this life and in the next life. Get ready to go back to home, back to God. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare.